So I, I am thinking a lot about making decisions from the standpoint of whether I will regret the decision versus what is really the best thing to do. So I, I really liked this conversation, but I don't know if I have full clarity, but it's helped to just kind of think of all the checkboxes, <laughs> Add, adding, more, adding more checkboxes in addition. Because I think we can talk about regretting making a decision just based on will I regret it. But I, for some reason, I, I feel like there's more to it and, and I could be overcomplicating it. I don't know. I think it depends on the decision. You know, when, when we moved to Puerto Rico, I was really thinking, like, am I going to regret this? Because I, one of my core values is my family and like spending time with them and being a part of that fa family experience. And like how I guess that's when I start to be challenged around how how can you do both? Three, two, one. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Kate. Good morning. I love our little our little mini claps. <laughs> little silent <laughs> mini like claps. Very excited right there. <laughs> so great to see you. How are you? I am well. Happy Friday for me. Happy Thursday afternoon for you. Which means it's very close, very close. Very <laughs> close. It's but you know, I don't know. I always like to remind myself that every day is a Friday for entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. It still feels different, though. This weekend feels a bit different because it's Omar's birthday this weekend. <gasps> oh, fun. What are you guys going to do to celebrate? We are doing a spa day on Saturday. Oh, goodness. Mm. <laughs> I want to be there. <laughs> I just saw you melt as I said spa yes, day. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had one of those. So we're really looking forward to it. Good. And um, on his actual birthday day, we've got some friends uh, gathered and we're going out for dinner. So, Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yay. Well, happy early birthday to Omar. Oh. Yeah, so it just so yeah, it feels like this week this week's been a big week, so I do feel like I've, I'm feeling like yay, fry yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yay, spa Saturday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. You guys are celebrating multiple things, though. You launched Ninja Town. So, uh, yeah, our new online community for Webinar Ninjas called Ninja Town. So we launched that this week. So that was that was huge. There was a big build up for that. Very exciting. So it's, yeah, so it's yeah. been a busy week. And we celebrated episode 2000 of the $100 MBA show podcast. I just saw that on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now you're celebrating another thing. That is so great. And you guys already had your stroll in gelato, right? As your celebration for Ninja Town. 
Yes, Wonderful. we did. We've had two gelato strolls this week. Oh, naughty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> in a, yeah, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a big week. What about you? What have you been up to? Oh, I got, I'm back on tennis. Yay. Yes. My back is healed. My shoulder's feeling really good. Um, I'm in the match on Sunday, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, I've played three times now this week, and I'm still feeling really good. I play again tomorrow, Friday morning, and then I'm going to take Saturday off and then match on Sunday. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, good, because you were really concerned about, you know, your back being thrown out a little bit, but it's normal, right? I was. I was. Well, and this was just on the heels of our episode about, like, getting older, (laughs) and and I had even talked about, like, sports injuries and stuff, and so I'm just like, oh my goodness, is this, like, topic following me? (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was just like a freak tweak. So feeling great. (laughs) I love how seriously you're taking this. Like, do you have a goal? Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, I well, I won my so Jane and I, as you know, won our our first uh, match. And I'm hoping I'm in on Sunday and the following Sunday. And those are our last two like regular matches unless we make it to the sectionals. Um, So my goal is to win my next two matches and that will make me uh, undefeated for the season. Undefeated. (laughs) Hands in the air and victory. Hands up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that is, that's the goal. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm. And I'm like, I'm thinking this whole time that we're talking of all these incredible things we have going on, and certainly related to today's episode, we're going to be talking about regret. And I think about it because now I do all these things like full out and I, I really, my goal, speaking of goals, is to not have any regrets. Um, and so I'm excited to talk about this today. Because I haven't always felt that way. What like I and I think we'll get into that in today's convo. How maybe our perspective on regret has kind of changed. Yeah, and I was thinking how much it comes up in our conversations. How we say the word regret multiple times. So it's definitely a topic that or an idea that sits in our subconscious. So definitely excited yeah. to talk talk about it. It feels weighty and heavy. So I don't know if we're in for a really philosophical discussion we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah well if it does go that route I know that it will be for the better because I kind of feel like regret is a topic that I didn't really start seriously considering until I started having conversations about it Mm -hmm. and that really kind of like prompted me to think like okay I don't ever want to find myself one day looking back on my life, like wishing that I had done something or tried something or experienced something. And for that opportunity to have passed is one of my biggest fears. I just never want to feel that way. Um, And again, it was certainly, I didn't always feel that way. Sometimes I never even thinking about it. Right. I was just like, how can I be most comfortable? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's small things that I've missed at events. Like I wish I would have just gone for that karaoke spot. You know, I've been at so many conferences where like there's always a karaoke night and I'm always like, no, 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 no. This is not for me. (laughs) And then after like, you know, you see everybody get up and they're having so much fun. And then at night comes to an end and I'm like, oh, darn, maybe I should have just karaoke. (laughs) That happens to me too. Karaoke is one of those things where I like, I don't 
want to get up there in the moment and then after I regret like why didn't I everyone Mm. had so much fun right and then I kind of like try and talk myself back and I'm like okay but I still had a great time but it's it changed it's a different experience right it changes the experience you being on the other side of it Um, So, I mean, I think that regret could certainly be, you know, some of those like smaller things like missing out at things at events or whatever it might be, or it could be much bigger things like... I know for one, I really don't want to regret not spending as much time with my friends and my family as possible, which is why I prioritize trips and travel and the experiences that I do get to have with friends and family. That's something super important to me. And I feel like John and I have really started to approach our business in a different way as a result of that, Mm -hmm. of thinking like, okay, how much time are we going to dedicate to the business? Of course, we want the business to be successful and we want to have an impact and, you know, we want to do great things, but at what cost, right? Mm -hmm. So that's been something like very top of mind for us because I know that the, you know, chances um, to be with family, to be with friends, to travel, to do all of that stuff at some point those opportunities are going to be further and fewer in between, right? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Nicole, what's your take on regret now? Like, do you feel like it's changed over the years? Well, you said it at the beginning. Like, you think about it more now than you ever did before. I don't think I ever was conscious of the fact that I'm making a decision based on the fact, will I regret it? Will I not regret it? Yeah. I used to think that when you're younger, you make more selfish decisions. But I think what actually happens is a lot of the decisions you make are to either please other people or you think you're doing something because it's the right thing to do. But then Mm -hmm. that decision has ends up having, you know, bigger consequences or a bigger impact later on in life. Like if I think of one of the things that I really regret now is – not taking a gap year. Oh, uh-huh. And I thought at the time that that's the right thing to do, like to just continue studying. But now I think, mm. oh, what what experiences did I miss out on or what different decisions mm-hmm. would I have made had I given myself that time? Yeah, you know what? Speaking of school, I often think that about uh, studying abroad. I always look back and think, how could I have not You know, and it was one of those things where I kind of heard people talking about it, but not really like in the States, it's so different, right? I didn't even know what a gap year was until well into my college. I didn't. Yeah, I literally didn't know that people took a year off because nobody in the States really does that. Um, and, and I feel like study abroad was similar. Like I never really heard much about it. And then when I did start talking to people kind of like after the fact, really, like after I was graduated already and they were talking about studying abroad, I'm like, wait a second, you got to spend like four months in Amsterdam or in England or in like one of these incredible places going to school? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) How did I not know about that? Yeah. But that's funny that I thought it was an American thing because I used to hear about it in the movies. So I. I really? Yeah. And maybe I, thought, I was just like in a very, I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those things that you'd see yeah, in American films, like it's my gap year or something. I'm like, oh, okay, what's that? I didn't have any friends that were, you know, mm-hmm. taking a year off in between. So it's like, so at that time, I felt like I 
didn't take a year off and I felt like I have to go straight into um, college or uni right after school because I thought that was the right thing to do. But and, and, I, and I kind of wonder how many other decisions I made when I was younger, you know, because I thought it was the right thing to do versus, mm-hmm. yeah. Versus mm. doing what you want or yeah. what might be like and a more enriching experience for your future. Yeah. And I might regret yeah. it if I don't go for it. I don't know when that, right. when I started to think that way. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't really remember an exact moment either. I do kind of remember like later in my college years when I was making decisions, I would kind of think, you know, I would I would be really conscious of, well, I guess am I making the right or the wrong decision is really what I would be thinking. Um, like when I decided to transfer from University of San Francisco, I had just, I had finished my sophomore year. So I had been two years at University of San Francisco and I decided to transfer to University of San Diego, which was back home for me. And I really remember thinking like, am I doing the wrong thing? Like, should I just stick this out? And, you know, for any number of reasons, I did decide to transfer, but looking back on it, I feel like I could have had a much more fulfilling college experience had I stayed because like there was really so many incredible things going on at that time in my life. And so, but I I think that that kind of was like almost the turning point, not quite, because I think if I had actually thought, will I regret this, then I would have stayed. Um, So, so I was like on the cusp, I think, as I was, Mm kind of going into my junior year of college of thinking about like, am I going to regret this? And now we think about, oh, do what scares you and Mm. what scares you. I mean, we hear this, right? People say the scary choice is probably the choice that you should be going after or getting yourself out Mm. of that comfort zone is the, is the right course of action. Uh, Do you think they're linked? I do think that they are because when I just kind of put that on the scenario that I was in, you know, the comfortable thing for me was to go home to San Diego. That's what I knew. That's where all my friends were. You know, I was kind of going back to this comfort zone, whereas the, you know, kind of maybe scarier thing to do or the more unpredictable thing to do would have been to stay and stick it out. And that's really the decision that looking back on it, I wish I would have made that. But Mm. I also like, I don't know, regret is a funny thing because I feel like I am in a position in my life where I am very in control of making decisions and not having regrets moving forward. And at the same time, I don't like looking back and regretting things. I like looking back and thinking, I okay, I wish I would have made a different decision. I didn't. I'm here because of it. So can't be mad about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just make better decisions or, you know, think about, be conscious of it moving forward. So, I mean, I, I am really grateful that I don't feel like there's anything in my life where it's debilitating to my well-being right now that I did or didn't do something before. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I think what I'm thinking about in terms of sometimes making decisions based on will I regret it or not, you may, it's, there's a difference between like, I don't want to do this. I want to do this versus I'm going to do this because I may regret it. You don't want to do something because in some way 
I guess it's like FOMO or mm-hmm. YOLO, right? Like you want to yeah. be inten- intentional. But what I was trying to get to as well, and this is more for my muddled brain to make sense mm-hmm. of, is so that decision that can be a bit scary or put you outside of your comfort zone, you don't want to just make that decision because it's like, oh, well, this is, I will regret this, or this is the decision that is most uncomfortable. Therefore, it must be the right decision. Mm, yeah. You know, you were talking about decisions with John, business decisions. Yeah, but I think that, that, that I think that's kind of where it comes into play of like, if you know that you're making the decision and that no matter what happens, you can pivot or be flexible at that point in time, then you will make good of it, right? So uh, like I think when when we hit episode 2000, speaking of <laughs> 2000 episodes, John, uh, we decided to no longer do a daily show and we went to three times per week. And I was oh. like, oh my goodness, this is a scary decision. I don't know. This could blow up our business. <laughs> oh, that's, I remember that. Wait, walk me through that again. Because you guys are the OGs. You got to 2000 episodes. When was this? This was a, a, year, a few years ago now. It was 2018, I believe. Wow. Okay. Or thereabouts. Yeah. And, and John had been thinking about it for a while leading up to episode mm-hmm. 2000 and decided that that would be a good milestone and kind of like a, a good transition into like, okay, we've been daily for 2000 episodes and now we're going to go to three times per week. And he's mm-hmm. like, what do you think? Should we do this? And I'm like, oh my goodness. I don't know. We had so many conversations and brainstorming sessions around this of like, if we're known as the daily podcast and that's what keeps people listening to the show, what if people drop off? What if people don't want to listen anymore? What if they, you know, but man, as I'm saying it, it was kind of all this, like, what is everyone else going to think? Right. Because John was pretty sure that he wanted to do that. And I give John so much credit in his decision-making because he seems very absolute in his, you know, desire to do one thing or not. Um, And I feel like I'm kind of always the one that's waffling and like, "Mm, let me think of like the 7 billion things that could happen (laughs) if we do this. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's what makes for good brainstorming sessions, right? Or I like to think. (laughs) And gives you that confidence at the end. Okay. We've, you know, covered all our bases. Uh, This is, this is what we're going with. But um, we've we've talked about the decision-making. It's okay to, you know, we take a little bit more time. We weigh up all the pros and cons, but um, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, do you think that when you come up on a decision or whether or not you're going to do something, then do you think that if you are only doing it because you say, I don't want to regret this, that maybe like, what's a second checkpoint or something? (laughs) I'm starting, this is the thing. uh, Thank you for, you know, distilling it because I'm starting to kind of uh, question if that is the way I am making decisions more often based on like, I don't want to regret this, but hang on, there has to be that second checkpoint. <laughs> but does there? Does there have to be? Mm. Like, can you think of something, a decision that you've made or a choice that you've made that was purely because you didn't want to regret it and then you did it and then you were like, mm, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah, I'm really putting point. you on the spot. No, <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
But I'm just thinking like maybe there doesn't have to be a set. And that's where my mind immediately goes to. I'm like, okay, but what's like the second checkbox that you check so that you're like, okay, I definitely should, even though it seems scary and I'm very uncomfortable, but I don't want to regret it. Like maybe that's all you need. But then I'm like, no, I need one more check. But if you have been making decisions that way and you haven't found yourself in a scenario to prove that that's not a good way to make decisions, then maybe it is a good way. Yeah, you're right. I don't think there, maybe there isn't a second checkpoint. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just confused myself there. Mm. (laughs) I'm just thinking, okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm replaying it a million times as well. All right, let's, I'm trying to think of an example. So when I decided to take up teaching as my career, the decision-making process there was that it was a safe, responsible choice. And the alternative was to do a very liberal arts degree that gave me a lot of flexibility and a lot of choice and didn't really have um, a set, career that I could have, you know, followed right after. Now, I think in that thinking at that time, I was saying, well, I'm going to regret not at least going for something safe and giving myself this opportunity as a fallback. Like I wanted that safe choice so that I had that safety net, even though I Mm -hmm. didn't really want to do, I didn't, I wasn't really passionate about it, but I thought this is a good idea. Okay, so if if you chose the, you know, safe career of becoming a teacher over kind of like that liberal arts and and kind of having like an open ended, like maybe I'll find a job, maybe I won't. Um, and and you did that because you didn't want to regret not taking that like safety net position, so to speak. Um, do you regret that? I mean, some days I do because I think. I made the decision based on I don't want to regret having a safety net. Mm-hmm. And But really, if I think about what I really wanted in my gut, it was to do something different. Mm. And I didn't follow that path because I thought, well, I'm going to regret not taking this opportunity to set myself up and make sure I have you know, a, a career that's safe, secure, that will provide me stability that, you know, I didn't really grow up with. And so that was a safe choice. And that was the regret that I was afraid I was going to have later on. So does this tie back to what I was trying to say before that, that sometimes it can kind of, there could have been a second checkpoint in that, all right, I might Mm. regret not having done the right thing, but I didn't give myself that opportunity to have, to do what I really wanted. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's the gut check. We could call it the gut <laughs> check. <laughs> right? Because that would have kind of been your second check. I mean, it sounds like that's what would that's what was pulling you in the other direction to make the other decision was. Do you think any part of it had to do with what you thought other people wanted you to do? Yes, I think what I was saying that I kind of realized recently in the beginning is that you think you're making decisions 
you know, that are selfish, but really you are trying to make decisions that you think people will respect or it's the right thing to do. It's the wise choice. Mm. It's kind of what's expected of you. Yeah. And it's kind of funny too, because I think about the fact that ultimately then I did leave and I did go for something that was the opposite. I searched for something that was more creative. That was, you know, what I felt was the opposite of teaching. So eventually I got there. So, you know, 12 years later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, then I guess you've experienced the best of both worlds. Yeah. Maybe not in, in the order that you would have otherwise, but I think that's kind of what I was along the lines of what I was thinking earlier too, is like, no matter what decision you make, if you have the right mindset about it, then you pivot when the time is right. And you Mm. experience the other side of that, which it kind of sounds like that's what you did with teaching and then going into like a more creative, you know, open um, career path. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, well, I think the example I was giving about our business is a good one because for me immediately, I think versus what I wanted to do, what my gut said, or even thinking about it, like, will I regret this or not? I immediately went to what are other people going to think of this decision? And I'm kind of like, I don't know, this is the first time I've ever thought about this. So I'm just throwing it out there. What if like... Okay, so I like the gut check as our second check. I think we're 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 onto something there. <laughs> and then I'm also thinking of like a, like a values check or something. Mm. Cuz I don't know. I I don't I, I don't necessarily like have my values pasted on my wall or anything. <laughs> like I think that's awesome if people do. I know some people are like very much into if this doesn't align with my values, I'm not going to do it. And I wonder if that's kind of maybe not even necessarily a check, but more of a guide. Um, Mm. Because, you know, like thinking of your values when it comes to making a decision one way or the other. And like, if you use the career example as that, let's say when I was in my last corporate job and I thought about leaving that job so many times and I wanted to do something kind of along the same lines as you, you know, I wanted it to be more like open and creative and I wanted to be my own boss. I just didn't really understand how that worked. And if I would have done sort of like a, I stayed in that job because it was safe and I got a paycheck and I had health insurance and like all everybody else went to a nine to five. So like, why not? You know, I have a good time and I get a paycheck and I live in a nice place and I have great fun on the weekends. But looking at values of being adventurous and wanting mm-hmm. to experience new things and, um, you know, what if those values are totally unaligned with the decisions that you're making, then that might be another kind of indicator that it's time to shift, right? I wish I would have thought about that 20 years ago or whenever it was. <laughs> oh, no, I think we are. Ago. Yeah, no, I th- that's a really good example. And I think I think we are onto something. But what if those values, because I'm thinking when you're staying in that job, some of your values might be responsibility, loyalty, mm. and they might come into conflict with so loyalty versus being adventurous and being a risk taker being responsible and being a risk taker do you, could mm-hmm. they could those values then come into conflict and th- maybe that's when the decision's actually really hard to make because i think when i think of values i think they are you op- 
they operate kind of subconsciously. Mm-hmm. It's very inter- I'd be very interested to meet someone who has their, those values um, pasted up on around their desk or on their wall. That, that's I'd never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe Just we to- should do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that is interesting to have them potentially be in conflict. I do, I do think that that is, you know, it could be um, something really important to consider, though, if you're looking at a major decision and and to take your values into consideration. I'm huge on gut. Like that's actually in every podcast episode I've ever done, you know, a lot of people ask the question, like, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? And mine is always trust your gut. That's what my dad actually very fitting to a lot of the examples I've given. So when I quit my job and tried to start my own business and that didn't work out. After six months, I was kind of at a crossroads of like, am I going to keep trying to make this business work and stay on this track of, you know, freedom and creativity and, and all these things? Or am I going to have to go get a job and start making money and, you know, be play on the safe side, yeah. <laughs> however you want to look at it. And I call my dad because he's kind of, you know, my my go-to when I'm making a big, serious decision. I was talking to him and he's like, you know what? You have to trust your gut. You're not going to make the wrong decision no matter what you decide. And I was like, oh, that's really great advice. (laughs) (laughs) And so since then, I've always been like very much a trust your gut um, type of person. And I don't know. I guess I've never really stopped to think like if I trust my gut, is that also the decision that I would make if I were asking myself, would I regret this? That would be an interesting test next go around. Mm, next time you're at a crossroads at a big decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The gut is a good one. The trusting the gut, it is a good one. I can see how sometimes people might struggle with that. I know I've personally struggled with that because those conflicting ideas and the should do this, you should do that, this is the right choice, This is it, it really is based on what other people think. It's based on those external messages. So yes. it's, a, it's a kind of a practice. So it's great that your dad gave you that advice because I think you have to practice that. I think mm-hmm. if, I, if I think of my example of what I chose as a career, my initial career, my gut was telling me something very different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I had practiced that self-awareness and ability to listen to your heart as well, right? That's what people <laughs> right. say too. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think as, you know, we kind of teased this out in the beginning, I think as you get older, that really you get clarity around that, right? Like you start to understand that your decisions are your decisions or hopefully, right? I mean, I think a lot of that is mindset work too. Mm. But, you know, to get to a place where you understand that your decisions really are your decisions and that you are responsible for the choices that you make and you should never think or act as though other people are making those decisions for you because you're in control. You get to Mm. choose. Um, and, and I think that for me, as I've embraced that and 
let it empower me in making decisions versus, you know, freak me out, which kind of did in the beginning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in charge. Like, <laughs> eek. <laughs> um, but now letting it empower my dis- empower me um, when I'm making decisions and choices, um, I look at regret a lot different. Or, or I, I mean, even to the point that I wasn't thinking about it before and now I am. Yeah. I definitely, it definitely comes with age, I think. Mm-hmm. So do you think now that like, if this does, you know, come with age as it has for both of us, um, I feel like that is what we have voiced. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel like you're more willing to try things that maybe 20, 30, 20 years ago, you wouldn't have tried 10, 20 years ago, you wouldn't have tried them. And now you're more open and willing to do so because you don't want to have regrets. I think I am. Yeah. And that's why I want to also be cautious and have those other checkpoints or check, you know, check markers. What did we say? Mm-hmm. Check, check, box, check boxes, check boxes, <laughs> because I feel that experience with the example of my career really plays on, not plays on my mind, but impacted me. And I do think that if I'm going to make another big decision, I don't just want to make it on the basis that I might regret it. I want to make it on the basis that this is actually what I really want to do. It's the, it's, it's the best decision right now. Because I think it can be a bit of an emotional decision too. Regret Mm -hmm. can play a bit of that emotional play versus a more rational play. I don't know. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. And so I don't want to get, and I know that a lot of our decisions are emotional and I'm always conscious of that. So am I making an emotional decision right now if I'm at a a big, at a crossroads or, you know, facing a a huge decision, is this emotional? And is it emotional because of the regret factor versus, you know, actually this is the smart decision. This is the, yeah, this is the, the best, you know, after everything's being assessed, this is the best thing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do think that regret tends to be tied to an emotional decision um, or emotions in general. But then, you know, I think of like John and I deciding to have kids and I'll speak for myself um, that regret is a part of that decision. It's not all of it, but I do have a very strong sense and feeling that if we didn't at least try that I would regret that. Mm. So not, not like the be all end all of the decision, but I feel like it can play an important role um, in decision making. And look, I think that there's also things that, you know, I'm not saying that like you have to try everything and be crazy. Like there are some things that I don't want to do and I know that I will not regret it. Like I will uh, never say never. I don't want to jump out of an airplane ever. Me me neither. (laughs) And I'm so okay with that. I know that I will not regret jumping, not, not jumping out of an airplane. Um, Or bungee jumping. Bungee jumping is another one for me. 
To, I'm with you. Oh my gosh. When I watched John jump, the Nevis jump, oh, whoo, it was all I had to go out onto that platform thingy in the middle of that canyon. Holy cow. Um, ooh, I guess I'm just not like a super thrill seeker. <laughs> um, but you know, like the Tony Robbins thing, you know, climbing that pole in um, Fiji, like, uh, if I wouldn't have done that, and when I was there doing that, I was like, I have to, I have to do this. I will 100% regret not trying this if I don't try it. So I think that there's, you know, there's a, a certain amount of challenge and, you know, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone to be had where it's like, I'll climb the pole but I'm not going to jump out of the airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other like examples or things you feel you want to cover? It's like a, it's a, it's something that's weighing on my mind at the moment because, you know, Omar and I are thinking, you know, the next, the next moves with, with Webinar Ninja and, and, Mm. and all of that. So it's, so I, I am thinking a lot about, making decisions from the standpoint of whether I will regret the decision versus what is really the best thing to do. So I I really liked this conversation, but I don't know if I have full clarity, but it's helped to just kind of think of all the checkboxes, <laughs> Add, adding, mm-hmm. more, adding more checkboxes in addition. Because I think we can talk about regretting, making a decision just based on will I regret it? Mm-hmm. But I, for some reason, I, I feel like there's more to it and, and I could be overcomplicating it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it depends on the decision. I think you might be overcomplicating it for some decisions. And then there's probably other decisions that are impactful. I don't know if impactful is the right word that have enough consequences that maybe you would want to look to other places. Yeah, but I don't know. Even when I say that, it's like, you know, when, when we moved to Puerto Rico, I was really thinking, like, am I going to regret this? You know, I was living close. We were right in San Diego. We were, I mean, everything was pretty perfect. I'm like, am I, I going to regret doing this? Because I, one of my core values is my family and like spending time with them and being a part of that fa- family experience. And like how, I guess that's when I start to be challenged around how, how can you do both? Right. Because you have the, your values there, your family values and staying connected Mm -hmm. and being close to home and all of that. But then your other values are freedom, freedom and Mm -hmm. to take those next travel. Yeah. Yeah. Location independence. Right. So there's a bit of a, not a conflict there, but that what that's yeah. probably what made the decision hard or that was what right. the struggle was around. Right. But then I do think that that giving myself that challenge of how do I do both or how do I experience both has been a really beautiful challenge because I think that it's made me more resourceful and like, you know, more thoughtful about the decisions that I make now. I mean, you know, it's kind of a trickle down effect in that respect, I guess, because in order to make the decision to move to Puerto Rico, 
I've made other decisions that allow me to travel home four times a year. Like I went home four times this year and it was awesome. I got to spend weeks on end, like in the same house as my family, which never would have happened if I was living there. You know, when you live there, you kind of maybe sometimes take for granted and weeks will go by and you maybe talk on the phone, but or maybe have like a two hour dinner or something. But, you know, I'm having weeks um, of full on like face to face quality time. So I, I do think that that that's something to consider, too. You know, maybe when you're making a really difficult decision and you think like, ah, oh, you know, making this choice is going to take something away from me. Like, what if it what if it doesn't? You know, what if you can do both? Yeah. And what if it adds to your life? Mm, What if it adds elements that weren't there? And it always will, right? Because ultimately it's a different path and different things happen. Mm -hmm. And so it adds to your life. So that's a really good way to put it. Not to, you know, dwell on the whole teaching example, but even in going down that path, I got so much out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they say that you, wherever you end up, it's, you end up because of, you know, what led you there and the choices you make. And so I don't regret where I am now. Mm-hmm. Therefore, how can I regret it kind of, I contradict myself, right? How can I regret a decision that I'd made in the past? Because it gave me all these other things Mm-hmm. that teaching gives you and it got me to this point. And it gave you so many skills that are integral to your business and how your business runs. Huge. I know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about organization soon and that is one yeah. of the things that <laughs> definitely came out of my experience as a, as a teacher, for sure. Yeah. So I like the way you've put that, that you it will enrich you or you will get other things that you never expected, which sounds mm-hmm. obvious, but it's just a way of reframing it and looking yeah, at it I in don't a different know. way. Maybe not though. I don't know if a lot of people take that into consideration because when you're making a big weighty decision, it can be easy to just focus on like, what am I losing? What am I losing? Yeah. Yeah. But just think, what do I have to gain? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, <laughs> Lots to lots to chew on today. I feel like this was great because I think that we opened up a lot of questions and things that we didn't even know we had. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right, Nicole. Well, as we close out today's chat on regret, we hope that you friends have picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this conversation and you have a friend in mind who might also find this conversation helpful, share it with them. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.